Hey everybody, C-Note here. Welcome to Dopamine, the show that is all about mental health empowerment. Today on the show, I want to help you, the INTP, understand your own limiting beliefs or the INTP limiting beliefs sometimes and how we can start to overcome them. Uh, limiting beliefs is something that we are, as INTPs, sometimes struggling with. And we may not realize it because we're so busy pointing out other people's limiting beliefs. <laughs> and that can be really um, distracting for our own work. Because one of the things that I've been emphasizing and thinking about lately is how much we are unaware as INTPs of our own unconscious behavior. We're almost masters of the conscious mind. But when it comes to the unconscious mind of ourselves, sometimes we can be a little accidentally ignorant of that. We don't necessarily know our own behaviors. That's why it's important to review our own behaviors over time. That's why I love being able to do these videos because I can go back and watch some of them and be aware of some of the behaviors that I've exhibited on these videos. Maybe there's something I need to improve or, you know, the way I'm speaking about something or the language that I'm using or the comparisons or examples that I'm using. I can review them and be aware that there are areas in which I need to grow. Not every INTP does that sort of thing. And I'm not saying that I'm better than you. I'm just saying that INTPs would benefit from being able to record some of themselves talking about things or to work with other people to ask genuine questions to learn about what our own limiting beliefs are. One of the challenges that we experience in the type community is that INTPs are often the victim of stereotypes. We have a ton of awful stereotypes around INTPs and that limits that INTPs perpetuate themselves around laziness, lack of productivity, uh, un being unfocused, etc. These are all just measures and symptoms of the development that we need to do as people. This doesn't mean that we're stuck in this place. It's the difference between having a closed mindset and an open mindset, being able to grow as a person involves the temporary understanding that everything that or under, the understanding that every bit of suffering that we experience is temporary. That's how I define the difference between optimism and pessimism. Optimism is understanding that your suffering is temporary and pessimism is the assumption that your suffering is permanent. And for INTPs, it is really easy for us to assume that our suffering is permanent, that because our personality type and the perpetuation of the stereotypes of our personality type allow us to feel that that's true. And I'm here to tell you that it's not true. There are going to be different paths. It's going to take a long time, but there are ways in which you can actually grow from those limiting beliefs. One, that's working with a coach like me or understanding your personality type by doing profiling with someone like me. Doesn't mean you have to do that with me, but there are coaches, there are therapists, there are people who are going to support you on your journey. And that means you're going to have to get to the place where you understand that you are going to have to open yourself up to have some help from someone else. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that every single stage of that is going to be the result of needing help from someone else. But uh, for the most part, there are going to be things that you can't figure out yourself. And that's okay. That's part of the limiting belief is the assumption that you are the only one that can figure this out, that you are the smartest person in your own life and in your own experience. And I'm not saying that that's you, but it could be you. 
Um, there are some INTPs that feel that way. There are some INTPs that don't, and that's okay. Again, there's a variety of INTPs out there and a variety of experiences that are uh, exhibiting and dealing with a myriad of different beliefs. And just understanding, first of all, before I get into this little list, understanding what I mean by belief. And because I know INTPs, we get a little bit caught up in the objective world and assume that all of our thoughts and opinions are based on objectivity. Not true at all. There's the search for objectivity is baked in subjectivity. And there's a whole video I've done about all of that. Subjectivity is what we're dancing with, what we're playing with. We're trying to understand how someone's being subjective versus how are they trying to be objective. And for the most part, we are trying to be as objective as possible. But the road to that objectivity is filled with subjective thoughts. And we have to navigate that. So sometimes that comes with those limiting beliefs about ourselves and assume that because it's not something that we could find a way around that it's objective truth when actually it's a belief. It's a belief about ourselves. Truth and belief can sometimes look very similar and that can be really tricky to navigate. So I'm not saying that this is, I'm not saying you're stupid for having a limited belief is basically what I'm trying to get to is that it's very hard to shake. And then I think the understanding the difference between truth and belief is one of the most powerful tools that INTPs can have. So I want to address some of the self-limiting beliefs that INTPs have and sort of list them off for you a little bit real quick. So I'm going to list them off first and I'll just kind of go through them. So first one is the belief that we're lazy. The second that we can't be productive, that we can't connect, that uh, connection is to deny the truth and uh, that we're incapable of opinion that uh, that we're incapable of belief or that belief makes someone stupid and uh, that I can figure anything out myself and that there's no point in trying something new. So I'm going to kind of go through these real quick because they're all pretty important. And again, I'm not saying that you as the INTP watching are going to exhibit all of these. There may be one thing that sticks out to you just because I'm saying it to you that might be something that you're like, you know what? That is something that I deal with, and I need to think about that a little bit. So the first one is the belief that we're lazy. And I'm working through this one all the time. This one is the one that I'm probably the most um, guilty of because we do so much work in our minds. We do so much work behind the scenes that we need to give ourselves credit for what productivity is and what actually what we're doing is. <laughs> so what I mean by that is that we are very brain focused and the brain is a greedy organ. The brain uses 25% of our energy. And if we're using that energy at high amplitude, not just all the time, but of high energy, then of course we're going to be physically tired. That means we're going to have to make sure that we're taking impeccable self-care, which is not always easy to do. That kind of discipline is not easy for anyone to do, let alone an INTP who uses more energy than normal. So we are using a lot of energy, so it's okay to be lazy. And it depends on, uh, not okay to be lazy, but it's not okay to tell yourself that you're lazy because you're not. You're doing a lot of work. <laughs> You're doing a lot of work in your head. You're figuring a lot of things out, and that's valid uh, in terms of your experience. 
So all, all that needs to all that means is we need to take better care of ourselves. We need to take more time to eat healthier food, to exercise when we can, to nurture our minds, and to get some rest. Um, Naval says that uh, that rest or, or happiness is peace of mind. Not, uh, it's peace from mind, not peace of mind. We're always looking for peace to just kind of feel happy, but really it's peace from our mind, from anxieties, from swirling, rotating thoughts. And we have to have times in our day where our brain gets to cool down. So that means not necessarily laying, laying around and just continuing to think. It means laying around and meditating. That means calming your mind, taking a nap, resting, relaxing, because I don't know about you, but my brain is swirling from the second I wake up. So having some time to rest gives you a recharge for the second half of your day. So really all of that is, is just giving yourself forgiveness and not saying that you're lazy because you're not lazy. Other people have different interpretations of stand and standards for what lazy is. But we would call people lazy if we looked inside their head and thought about how much they don't think about that we think about, right? And this is not about judging other people. This is about other people judging us and making sure that we are in control of our interpretations of ourselves so that we're not calling ourselves lazy. Like, that's not fair. Like, that's okay if they call us lazy. They don't know our experience. And that's valid and fair for them to say that because they're operating on their own criteria. And you are operating on your criteria as an INTP. We do so much thinking. We do so much imagining. Life takes a lot out of us. And that's okay. Like, that's fine. As long as you're doing the best you can. And I genuinely think everyone's doing the best that they can. So... That's really all that is. Uh, the next one here is uh, that we can't be productive, which is basically in the same vein that uh, INTPs assume that because we're quote unquote lazy or that because we're so unfocused all the time, unfocused, that we can't get things done. And we can absolutely get things done. Like anything else, it's a trained skill to be able to change your behavior it's like learning how to exercise or learning how to eat something healthier. It's just a matter of doing it and creating a habit of it. So being productive, if you want to write articles, you want to create podcasts, you want to do videos like this, being productive is a matter of doing it. Now, there's a lot of little things in between all of that. There's a lot of things we have to combat. Being distracted all the time. That's part of growth sometimes of an INTP is, is managing the rabbit holes we go down, you know. Uh, for me, I've learned over time that instead of that, that I start to allow myself to get distracted, but I get distracted by other productive things. So I have a multitude of things going on that if I'm going to get distracted, I need to allow myself to get distracted by something that's going to move things forward. And that requires discipline. There's no other way to put it other than you just have to do it. And you know that you have a force of will that is capable of doing that. It's about getting into a habit. And if you're not in the habit yet, that's just a matter of practicing that habit. So wake up in the morning and go through your routine, your ritual, go do the things that you need to do, have a plan for the couple things you want to do in the day, and you just do it. Anytime you're sitting on your couch and you're scrolling, just have the thought in your head where you're just like, am I using my time efficiently? Am I doing what I want to do right now? Or am I seeking 
just simple pleasures. It's kind of the difference between eating white bread and wheat bread. White bread will give you a temporary filling feeling, but you'll be hungry in 30 minutes, where wheat bread is gonna give you complex carbs and it'll last a few hours and you'll be full for longer and then you can focus on the things you wanna focus on, right? So it's, again, it's discipline. If you need to put a timer on your phone, if you need to put, uh, you know, do the Pomodoro method, whatever it takes, there's going to be ways that you can learn to develop the skills to be more productive. I'm going to be working on a course and some videos to talk more about being productive as an INTP, but those are just some of those ideas that you can start thinking about and how to get yourself into a place of actually being a uh, a productive person. But the simple fact is that the limiting belief that we can't be productive is simply not true. Um, number three is that we can't connect. And again, that's impossible. <laughs> we are all capable of connecting. We're all human beings. It's just a matter of the limiting belief that the way that we want to connect isn't going to work. And it's a matter of not trying to force someone else to connect the way that we need them to connect to us. Like we're not always going to connect with everyone over information, but we're going to connect over with someone if our Venn diagram overlaps with theirs. It doesn't mean we have to connect with everyone. It doesn't mean we're gonna go up to a party and just you know be able to talk to whoever. Again, that's a skill developing thing. That's a behavior change. Like anything else, it's about just doing it. And I think that's the hardest part. For INTPs, we get stuck in our own head. It's easy to wait for the right thought before you do something. And that's simply not going to allow you to take action. The idea is you take action and your thoughts follow suit. Your thoughts are not gonna line up in a way that equals action. That's just not how that works. But it's easy to assume that that's how that works because we live in the world of thought all the time and we love it and we like being there. So connecting is about being able to work on a little bit of that extroverted feeling, a little bit of expression, a little bit of being able to share your thoughts with someone and not blast them with your thoughts, but to be able to have a conversation, to practice the art of listening and speaking, checking in with people, making sure you do an emotional check-in too. Like I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a little bit of a harsh truth right now, is that okay? Like saying stuff like that, like a little bit of qualifier is totally fine. Um, you know, it's not about creating drama by being honest or telling someone a harsh truth and they can't take the truth. It's like, of course they can't. They're a different person. They don't operate the way you do. You have to meet people in the middle. Just like you want people to meet you at your place, you need to meet them at theirs. So it's a little bit of learning. So learning other personality types allows you to understand how you can adapt the way that you speak to someone so that you can actually improve and grow your ability to connect. But simply the limiting belief that it's impossible to connect is just simply not true. I've connected with thousands of INTPs. I've connected with, I have a really great partner. I have, you know, my, I have great family. I have great friends that like, it's not impossible to connect, to learn how to be a little bit charming, to learn a little bit of improv, to learn how to, to express yourself and speak and be an artist or be a creator. It's not impossible to do those things. And that's simply all you need to do is start with saying to yourself that it's not impossible and not letting the stereotypes perpetuate that limiting belief. Uh, the next one is that, um, that connection is to deny the truth. So 
again, I've kind of talked about this in other videos, but the idea is that the assumption that in order to connect with someone, we need to not share our truth. And sometimes that's true, but that doesn't mean you're being not, integ not in integrity with yourself. That means you don't need to share all of the details of everything that you're experiencing. Not everyone wants that, and that's okay. Like, that, that's totally fine. That doesn't mean you're lying. That just means you're vibing with someone. It means you're connecting with someone. So to, con to connect with someone doesn't mean that you don't have to be truthful. I think sometimes we see how other people connect and we're like, that person doesn't really like that person that way. Like, why are they talking that way? Or that's not the truth of what they're saying. Like, why, what, what? There's a lot of this face. Like, what, why, what, what? What? Why? What? And look, sometimes you can let go. It's okay to let go for the sake of just connecting. It doesn't mean you have to connect with everyone. But again, not everyone wants those details. Not everyone wants to know every little thought that you're having. And sometimes you can just talk about the cliff notes. Like I've said in other videos, like practice a couple of different versions of something you love and how to express it. Practice like a one minute version, practice a five minute version, practice a 10 minute version. It's like practicing a stand up set. If you have different ways of interpreting and expressing things, you're going to be able to have different levels of conversations with different people. Each one of those is a type of truth. You're not lying about what you're experiencing, but you just don't have to share every little detail. So, uh, so for example, with my me knowing Myers-Briggs tends to be a topic of conversation at parties. But when I'm having a conversation with someone, I can usually get an indication of how interested they are. And if I don't know them very well, I'll just do like a one minute elevator pitch of what it is. And if they want to know more, they'll ask me a question and then we, we're off to the races. If they don't want to keep talking, then we don't keep talking. That's it. That's fine. We move on. Not a big deal. But the idea that connection means that, you know, we're not going to be able to be truthful. Uh, that's, 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 that's a lie altogether. Um, that we're incapable of opinion. Now, this one's tricky because there are plenty of INTPs that are like, of course, all my thoughts are opinions. Um, but there are INTPs, and myself included for a very long time, that assumes that uh, every thought that they have is a fact which is not true. <laughs> Again, I've talked about it a million times about objectivity. Our search for objectivity is laced with subjectivity. That means we're going to form theories, thoughts, opinions, and like we are totally capable of opinion. All we have is opinion for the most part, because there, unless we go out and prove it with experiential learning and data and all of the work that we have to do to prove things, all of these are just my perspective. This is just my opinion of what it takes to be a, a healthy, growing, developing INTP. This is all my experience. So I think what the tricky thing and the assumption that INTPs are incapable of opinion is the lack of understanding that data laced with your perspective is part of the human experience. That equals an opinion. Now, your interpretation of data is also an opinion. The facts, the numbers, those things are data. But the way you present them, 
that is all a part of your perspective. So it's not necessarily that everything is an opinion, but sometimes we can speak opinion as if it's fact. And we have to be a little bit careful of that. That's what I mean about truth and belief and understanding and extrapolating the difference between those two things. That can be really tricky because beliefs can feel like facts and facts can feel like beliefs. And, you know, understanding how the difference between what is our perspective versus what is an actual undeniable figure and fact is really the important work that a lot of INTPs are doing. Um, just a few more here. That we're incapable of belief or the belief makes someone stupid. Uh, so that kind of basically segues into that notion that if we believe something, that if we identify ourselves as INTPs as someone that has beliefs, that we are denying the DNA of what we are as an INTP. And that if we have a belief in something, or that we identify that we have limiting beliefs or any kind of belief, that we're stupid. And, you know, it could be really hard because we cherish our intellect. And but to identify some of our own limiting beliefs is to improve our intellect. It's in service of it. You know, denying, outright denial does not equal intelligence. And to be able to grow, to be willing to be wrong, is to be willing to add to your intelligence. So sometimes understanding that you have a beliefs, that's okay. It's okay to have beliefs. And I don't mean just religiously or spiritually, but that you have beliefs about yourself or other people or the way that, that the world works or the way that things behave. Belief is basically an assumption uh, at times or a sense of faith. It really depends on how you use it. And, you know, a lot of the time we're making hypotheses and sometimes we will own that as a fact without fact checking it, without checking it against experience, without checking it against reality. And until that's proven true, it's essentially a belief and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with belief. I think because we get kind of caught up in the science versus religion debate that feeling like we have beliefs is is denying, you know, that fight. That's very different. Science and religion, the sort of dichotomy of that is very different than an individual having a belief in their own limits and their own behaviors and what they're capable of and uh, how they what they feel about the world. There's, it's such a nuanced, complicated topic that it's really, really hard to explain. But accepting and understanding that you do have beliefs as an INTP, that it's impossible to not have beliefs, uh, is, is a powerful tool to expand your world because not everything is about facts and figures. And emotions are also information experiences are also information. It's not just about quote unquote provable data, but your experience is kind of tainted with belief. And I know that we're always fighting that, but there's an avenue of accepting that that allows you to go deeper than you ever have gone before. Um, and I'm definitely, you know, waxing philosophy right now, but, um, it's a really tricky concept, and I'm, I'm doing my best to explain it. Hopefully, it makes sense. Um, this is turning into a very long video, so hopefully, we're just working that out. Um, 
Okay, so two more things that I can figure anything out myself and that there's no point to trying something new. So basically to wrap all of this up, you can't figure everything out yourself. And that sucks because we wish we can. Um, and we want to because we want credit for it. I know that's gonna be hard to hear. I know we don't think that, but trust me, you want credit. <laughs> and we're trying to figure things out because we wanna be the person that can say like, oh, I, I figured this thing out. And it's not about like massive public recognition, sometimes it is, but it's just about being the one that knows the thing. And sometimes that can lead down a road of arrogance that can lead down a road of assuming that you're the smartest person in the room, which I firmly believe that if you're in the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, uh, that this arrogance that can come from assuming that you can figure everything out yourself is limiting on its own. There's so much that you can learn from the experiences that you have with other people, the questions you can have uh, other people answer for you and the ideas that you can brainstorm with other people. Our extroverted intuition is all about connecting and intuiting with other people. It's extroverted intuition. That means brainstorming with more than one person and being able to bounce off of those ideas. That Talking about lack of focus before, sometimes that lack of focus means you need to go do that intuition. You need to get that out of your system. You need to go brainstorm. And as INTPs, we have this desire and propensity to want to spend time on our own and spend time to ourselves when really we need to flex and flow and have that, that uh, companionship with some important people in our lives to allow for them to help us figure out something. Now, we're going to figure out a lot of things ourselves. We really are. But to assume that we're, we are the beginning and the end of figuring things out is limiting, uh, not only from a belief perspective, but limiting from a growth perspective. You're not gonna allow yourself to grow if you're someone who is telling yourself that you have to figure it out yourself. And then, you know, the idea that there's no point in trying something new, there is every point in trying something new. I know that it feels really good to feel like you know everything that you have control of, but it's like artificial intelligence. It's really cool in a controlled space, but it doesn't know how the rest of the world works. And the more that you expand your territory, the more you can understand about reality, the more that you can understand and actually give back to reality, the more that you can brainstorm, the more that you can see, the more that you can learn. Extroverted intuition and trying new things is in service of our thinking. So when you're stuck and you're ruminating, the idea is you to get out to brainstorm, to go try something new. And that means literally sometimes going down a street you've never gone down before. Because you may see a house that has a look to it that may spark an idea that you've never had before. Like, that's really part of it. And that's why I try to encourage INTPs to experience more things, because there is so much data to be learned from experience that you can't get from books. And that's why I say like when you're trying to be productive and you're trying to get over that feeling of being lazy and you're trying to connect with people, a lot of it is about behavior. It's about skill.
skills. It's about experience. And the only way that you can learn and do over 300 podcasts and do 125 videos on YouTube and do all of this talking and expressing and learning is by doing it and going into the unknown and developing the bravery to go into this space where you've never been before and feel the sense that you'll be okay, to understand how adaptable you are, to understand what you can survive and getting over this, this intense desire for safety because that's a lot of what we're experiencing and we're not willing to admit that we're afraid of what we'll experience, that we're afraid that if we go learn something new, that everything that we've worked for doesn't matter anymore. But the idea is that when you learn new things, it is additive. It adds to the color and the depth of what you have experienced in your life. It adds everything on top of the theories that you've already worked on. It's not going to disprove what you've experienced. It's going to add to it. It's going to, it's going to make it more tense. It's going to make it more dense. It's going to make it fuller, heavier, and you're going to be able to have a new path forward. So that's why it's important to try new things. So this was a very long video. I was not expecting this to be very long, but this notion of limiting beliefs, especially when it comes to INTPs, is incredibly powerful. I could have charged money for this one, to be honest, but this is an example of some of the coaching that I do with INTPs. So if you want to get involved in that, you can hit me up uh, below, leave a comment, or leave me a message at Let's Go C-Note on all the social channels. If you have any comments or questions, again, reach out to me, and go check out our articles, podcasts, more YouTube videos at dopamine.life. If you want to confirm your personality type as an INTP, you can sign up for our profiling sessions below. We have all sorts of links below for things, programs, um, supporting this channel, supporting me, supporting dopamine, allows me to keep doing these videos to make them longer, to make them more intense, to give more free advice because otherwise I got to charge for programs. I got to charge for all sorts of stuff because, you know, the peanut butter doesn't restock itself. <laughs> so that's just the reality of life. That's value exchange in a nutshell. That's how that works. You don't just get to take this information and run away. So if you feel like you've gained some value from this, giving some financial support would mean a lot to me. At very minimum, leave some sort of thought, idea, comment below. Let me know what you think. And uh, I would love to hear from you. I appreciate you. Try something new and leave a comment. Subscribe, like, share this with a fellow INTP or where INTPs are hanging out. I really appreciate you guys. I just want to know what you're experiencing. And if there's any way that I can help, let me know. What are some of the topics you're interested in? And what are some of the limiting beliefs that you've experienced? Is there something you've learned from this episode that could change the way you think about yourself. So with that said, I love you guys. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media Production.